Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the NHEG um, podcast. I am your host, Erica Hansen. Welcome back. It's another week, another Thursday. I hope everyone had a great week this week. Just a little bit of housekeeping before we get started on today's topic. Of course, this show is live on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you'd like to call in or chat to me, this is live again, so you can call 1-646-558-8656. That's a number through New York, so your long-distance charges, if you have any, will apply. Um, I do have Zoom up. If you'd like to chat via Zoom, please um, use our meeting ID, which is 465-172-882. So I'd like to talk about today's topic, which um, I think is particularly timely. I'm going to be talking about the long-term effects of COVID-19. I've done a couple of episodes on COVID, um, aka the coronavirus, in the past. And if you'd like to see those, go ahead and check out the NHEG radio show website for our archives. But now I'd like to focus on the people who have had COVID and recovered. What, what are some of the symptoms they still have? going forward, what is the, what are the long-term effects on the body going forward? Because scientists are just now studying and realizing that the coronavirus actually does make a mark on the body. It's not just you get it and you recover. It's their long-term consequences to having COVID-19. So let's go ahead and get into that. So the long-term effects of COVID-19, right now, it looks like a lot of the organs are affected. Um, The heart is affected. So imaging has revealed, imaging of the hearts of, of recovered people have revealed scarring on the actual heart muscle. Um, actual damage to the heart muscle. Um, Of course, this can increase a person's risk for heart failure and other heart-related issues. Um, This damage occurs even in patients who only have a mild case of COVID-19. So, you know, when people are saying, oh, yeah, you know, it only a few people get it really bad and, and have to go into the hospital, Um, while that may be true, 
it's good to know that even people with a mild case of COVID that they recover from your typical two week um, duration, um, they can have lasting effects like this heart issue. Um, so I would, you know, keep that in mind, keep that, you know, if you think you have COVID, please go get tested. Um, I've done it. It's really not that bad. Um, people say it's worse than it is, but so let's continue. Um, also the lungs are affected and actually this makes sense because COVID-19 is a respiratory virus. It's similar to SARS and MERS. Um, you may have heard of the SARS epidemic a few years ago. Um, <clears throat> COVID is similar to that um, in that it's a respiratory disease. Um, so what happens here is COVID settles into the lungs. Um, scientists are just discovering that, um, though, the, like the heart issues I just said, um, scarring remains on the lungs long after the patient has recovered. This can result in long-term breathing issues. So we're talking about things like, you know, COPD, um, other damage to the lungs that really, really affects breathing. I know that a lot of people with asthma and other breathing related issues are cautioned to, you know, stay, stay inside as much as possible because they are part of the, um, at risk group of getting COVID. And now we're finding out that not only is that true, but, you know, having had COVID may leave otherwise healthy people with chronic um, breathing issues. So again, that's something that scientists are looking at right now. I'm going to take a quick break um, for a, a small commercial and I will be back with you at the other end of the break. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Once again, I am your host, Erica Hansen. We were talking about the long-term effects of COVID-19 on the body. Last segment, I spoke about effects on the heart and the lungs. Basically, what both come down to is the remaining scarring on both um, muscles and tissues. The heart, um, if you have scarring on the heart from recovery from COVID-19, um, this leads to you know, long-term uh, heart issues, uh, an increase in heart failure, um, that sort of thing. The lungs, similarly, um, COVID-19 scars the lungs, um, and this scarring can inhibit the breathing, cause long-term breathing issues. Um, again, scientists are still looking into these issues and, you know, what else, what else is out there and 
treatments, that sort of thing. So continuing with the organs of the body and what COVID-19, how, how it affects them, um, I'd like to talk about the brain a little bit, the nervous system. Um, so scientists have also discovered that COVID-19, that it can cause strokes and seizures even in young people. That's important. Even in young people, they're seeing strokes and seizures from COVID-19. Um, additionally, COVID can cause cases of Guillain-Barre syndrome. This is a condition that can cause temporary paralysis. Um, patients have reported dizziness, headaches, and loss of taste and smell, as well as impaired consciousness. Um, loss of taste and smell. Now that's actually one of the signs of you're having COVID. Um, that is one of the things doctors look for. Have you lost the sense of taste and smell? And that's a good indication that you do have COVID. Um, again, if you think you have the disease, please, you know, the infection, please talk to your doctor, go get tested. It doesn't take that long. It's really quick. Um, <clears throat> I would highly encourage you, you know, to do so. It's important. Um, so these symptoms appear in patients with the most severe cases of COVID. So these would be patients that are admitted to the hospital, that are put onto ventilators, <clears throat> that sort of thing, and put onto ventilators and recover. Uh, so it's really, you know, so it can affect the nervous system as well, which is quite interesting and in a way disturbing, you know. Um, it's interesting because we still don't know so much about this uh, condition, folks. It's, you know, we're trying every day, but it's still a trickle of information as far as the long-term effects. We're still figuring that out. Um, also, patients who have suffered from COVID-19 have an increased risk of developing Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease. Um, part of this, these results um, are actually scientists ex extrapolating a little bit from COVID-19's, um, the similar disease I mentioned earlier, um, SARS. They, because COVID-19 is very similar to SARS, um, they are extrapolating from SARS some of the long-term effects that they've seen in patients with SARS. Um, th they think that those, those long-term effects may also apply to COVID-19. <clears throat> so continuing, issues with the blood vessels. Uh, scientists have discovered COVID-19 causes blood cells to clump together and create clots. Clotting, um, just so you guys know, clotting, generally speaking, is normal. Uh, clotting helps you heal from injuries. Um, that's how it's supposed to work, blood clotting. Um, however, when blood starts to clot, like inside an artery or inside capillary, you start having issues. Um, so when this happened, large, large clots, um, can cause cardiac arrest and strokes. Um, uh, but in the case of COVID-19, what they're finding is that the body is causing tiny cells to clump together and create clots. 
in a person's capillaries, which are the um, vessels that kind of shoot off the main arteries um, and, all, and feed, you know, the various systems in the body. Um, <clears throat> additionally, these clots can cause long-term issues with the liver and kidneys. So again, we're going back to, you know, the organs and the nutrients they receive, which is carried by your blood. Um, if these clots occur, then of course is blocking basically the roadway for the nutrients to get to your organs. That's basically what's happening. Um, and they're finding that COVID-19 causes these clots to form. Um, so I'm going to take another quick break so we can hear a um, message from our sponsor at the other side of the break, we'll talk about how COVID-19 is affecting people mentally as far as mental health issues. I'll see you on the other side of the break. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Hello and welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. In case you missed the last two segments and are just joining us, we're talking about the long-term effects of COVID-19 and what scientists are now discovering um, about the recovered patients of COVID-19 and what um, long-term effects, what kind of issues are occurring as far as ongoing issues in the body due to people having had COVID-19. Last couple segments, we talked about how COVID affects the organs, mainly the heart, the lungs, and the brain. Heart and lungs have to do with scarring, uh, scar tissue on, on both of those muscles, the lungs and um, the heart, and just impairing you know, their functioning leading to increased risk of stroke and, and heart issues and also problems breathing chronically, chronic problems breathing. Um, the brain, it, it can cause um, <clears throat> an increased risk of things such as Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Um, Guillain-Barre syndrome is also a risk for people who have recovered, had and recovered from COVID-19. Um, people are also experiencing headaches, loss of taste and smell, and impaired consciousness. So that's um, what's going on as far as the organs and the nervous system when you get covid um, so we're talking now about the mental health uh, factors in getting COVID-19. Um, scientists are now finding that people who have recovered from COVID are experiencing um, various issues with their mood and fatigue, various mental health issues. So the stress associated with COVID-19 
such as going to the hospital and being put on a ventilator can cause PTSD, um, depression and anxiety, or worsen the symptoms of those who already had those conditions before they got COVID. Um, because COVID-19 is such a new virus, doctors are turning to related illnesses such as SARS, like I mentioned, and they're projecting uh, possible future complications. Um, so with mental health issues, um, as pretty much everybody knows, going to the hospital is not fun. Um, having had my fair share of visits to the hospital, um, it can be quite unnerving and frightening in some cases, depending on what you're there for. If you are so close to dying that they have to put you on a ventilator, I can only imagine what the psychological repercussions of that are once you, you know, become, you know, become aware, become awake and, and start breathing on your own. Um, you know, anything like that is a, is a traumatic experience. Even if you're going in for something simple or not so simple, maybe like I did with a surgery, um, having anything major happen to your body, that that's very traumatic in general. So with, so with something like COVID, you know, having that, being that there's so much fear surrounding the virus already. Um, and I can't imagine what it's like to be in the hospital with COVID. I, you know, it's, it's got to be unreal. And so we need to start looking at, you know, these patients and seeing what we can do for them long-term, both mentally and physically, um, because folks, this isn't over, you know, even if, even if, and when we get a vaccine, um, it, you know, as scientists are finding out, there are going to be long-term effects for those patients that have had COVID. Um, <clears throat> as I mentioned uh, earlier, uh, like I said, because this virus is so new, um, scientists are looking at similar viruses like SARS um, to see what the future effects might be. Um, people are, they're finding out that with SARS, patients can develop chronic fatigue syndrome um, and C CFS. Fatigue is caused by physical and mental activity with rust offering little respite from the exhaustion. Um, I have it. I have CFS, so I can tell you that it's not a fun experience. Um, you know, the, the constant exhaustion, and it is a chronic condition. So again, that's something that uh, COVID does long term. This isn't a one and done illness, guys. This is going to be with us for a while, whether we find a vaccine or not. And um, I'd like to just make a special note that these can, some of these conditions I'm talking about are, can become so severe that you can become disabled. And so I think as a country, we need to start looking at long-term care for people coming out of COVID-19. 
I know that even if you haven't had COVID, mental health issues are starting to crop up in a lot of the population um, surrounding COVID-19. Obviously, you know, fear, stress, that sort of thing. Um, so, you know, I think that it would be wonderful if we as a nation could start putting those things in, you know, those resources in place so that we can start helping those who have survived COVID or, you know, have a family member who either passed from COVID or survived COVID. I think that's really important. I know in the midst of the pandemic, as we are right now, and in the midst, in the thick of it, um, it's hard to think of the future, but I, you know, it's just something to think about. And <clears throat> hopefully we will be able to set up those uh, processes and, and care facilities and things like that and access to doctors uh, for these folks that are getting COVID, recovering, but still having issues. Um, COVID is still being studied and many of its long-term effects are still unknown. Again, very new virus, really not, um, really kind of up in the air. People, scientists are still studying. We don't know a lot about COVID, really, honestly. Um, and there's a lot of, <clears throat> not guesswork, not that, but a lot of, sup not even supposition, a lot of extrapolation, uh, like I mentioned, from sort of cousin viruses that we've seen before. Um, but, you know, as far as long-term effects, it's wait and see, you know, in some regards. Um, I'll have some links to more information if you're interested in the show notes. Um, everyone, I, I urge you, again, if you or a loved one, if you think that you guys might have COVID, please get tested. Um, it, you know, it could save your life, honestly, and save you a lot of long-term trouble. Um, so that's it for today's episode. I hope you found this episode informative. I can't really say I hope you enjoyed it because COVID is never exactly a pleasant topic, but I think I thought it was important to go over this um, because this is something we're going to start seeing in the future. And, you know, I, I want people to be aware of, you know, what's coming. Um, if you'd like to talk to me, um, you know, shoot me an email. You can give me ideas for show topics, anything you'd like to hear me discuss, um, anything, you know, anything regarding disability, anything um, really regarding, you know, health issues. If I don't, if I don't know off the top of my head, I will definitely do research and get you guys the most accurate information I can find. Um, my email address is Erica H at newheightseducation.org. That's Erica with a K and H is in Harry. Um, Again, this is live on Zoom, so if you'd like to chat with me on Zoom whenever this show is on air, our meeting ID is 465-172-882. So I hope everyone has a fantastic week. Um, enjoy your week, 
and stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourselves. I'll see you next week with another episode of the New Heights Show on education. Take care. Hello, listeners. If you're enjoying the New Heights Show on education and want to support or donate to our organization, please visit www.newheightseducation.org. And while you're there, check out our online store at new-heights-educational-group.myshopify.com. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.